0: Brittany Ross and I play the fiddle.
1: I'm Catherine Blentgen and I play the pipe. And together we are Fiddle and Pipe, two classical musicians who are reading and discussing topics beyond the staff. So grab a book, take a seat,
0: and tune in. I'm just trying to entertain the masses while you're figuring your shit out, Matt. It's a lot of work being (laughs) me.
2: My shit has been figured out my shit is currently in the toilet where it should be, so therefore we are good to go.
0: Fantastic! Ooh. All right, finally. Um, all right. Well, and I have my book. Congratulations. Me too. Oh yeah! <laughs> I have uh, mine as well. Same. With,
1: uh, Same. A little here. kitty cat <laughs> bite hole. I love how Wendy like holds up her phone and she's like. <laughs>
0: Wendy's the only one smart enough who didn't actually buy New Moon. I've bought it twice.
2: I didn't buy it. I went to the local library.
3: Twice. I've bought it twice.
1: I almost bought Eclipse. <laughs> I bought
3: it twice because my, my first one had like the picture of the movie on it, and I was like, no, nah, I need the pretty one.
0: The OG one.
1: <laughs> you need the real. Okay, did we ever look up what the, right, the white rose with the blood means? Because I know that, Brittany, you mentioned it in one of the episodes...
0: I literally thought about it and I did not do it.
1: Does anybody know? I should know. Are you looking it up?
0: Yeah, yeah I'm looking it up.
1: Izzy, you you're the one that <laughs> reads these. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you should know. Yeah, I was like trying to figure out like in this entire book, like is there any like white roses?
3: This wait, this is kind of funny. Wait, we can assume <laughs> the illustrator or designer wanted the falling petal to look like a drop of blood while still looking pretty. <laughs>
0: But what about the flower? That's like the
3: most stupid reason. Okay. The story is about vampires, not in a violent, bloody way, but a flowery way.
0: Is that? Wow. Is that really it? That's the meaning. (laughs) That's just the first thing that came up on Google, but. Okay,
2: Stephanie.
0: I mean, I trust it. (laughs) Cite your sources, Izzy.
3: (laughs) That was um, on timesofindia.indiatimes.com.
0: I mean, it seems legit, right? It's a newspaper, so it can't, yeah. can't be wrong.
3: <laughs> For sure.
0: <laughs> well, welcome to yet another episode of Your Favorite Podcast. If I don't introduce the podcast, then no one's going to know who we are. So, I'm Brittany Ross. Uh, I have with me beautiful, lovely Denverite Catherine, Catherine Flincham. Almost messed up your name, but that's okay. I'm going to keep rolling with it. We All have basis and co host of... Hmm, conversations. Matthew Richards.
2: I'm glad that you called me a bassist cuz when's the last time I actually played a bass?
0: Or do you want to tell them what you told me about your bass case?
2: Uh yeah, I was uh saying, "Hey, let me practice bass. I haven't played bass in a while." And I opened my case and there were roaches inside. And I was <gasps> like, "Uh, okay. That shows how long I haven't played this thing." <laughs>
0: <you>? What the- stuff. <laughs> But you know who doesn't have roaches in their case? Our residential boner expert, um, wait, Izzy wait. Holman. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I just have dust all over
0: my trombone. Yeah. Just dust, no roaches. At least it's not cockroaches. <laughs> no roaches. Um, we also have someone who doesn't play an instrument offer a offering a non-musical perspective. Uh you have her, 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 her you've heard her voice before. You love her. Uh she is Wendy Tabor back again.
4: What's up from the
0: Great White North everybody? I can't say white Wendy that's racist. <laughs> 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 okay. Well, today we are talking about the last section of new moon which
1: i'm so ready for this hmm? i really want to read eclipse too like right like very soon right out just letting you know <laughs> yeah i opened charles to like uh just g- give away my dvds that i don't watch and so they-, they were like hey like here's a receipt you can use as a store credit and i like walked over to like the fiction area and i looked lips and i'm like do i need to buy this now <laughs> yes. i almost did very very detailed
0: I was about to ask izzy to explain her background but i think she should just explain it when the time comes well okay. also you can see her
2: background <laughs> for viewers who uh are not uh able to see her background is uh very on brand shall we oh, say let's
1: wait mm-hmm. all right should we just like dive in
0: i mean i think we have to otherwise we're gonna be here talking around this forever so we get into <laughs> chapter 20 voltura which if we remember from last episode bella and alice have just arrived at this real city in italy i still
1: haven't looked it up on a map i i was, I was thinking about it this morning i'm like i should probably look up this city on an actual physical map to like
0: <laughs> it's northern italy i want to go there and so there's one way into the city and they are stuck in traffic Of course. Because it turns out that they are not letting anyone drive into the city. And there's a guard up ahead either letting people through for whatever reason or telling them to turn around. And Alice turns to Bella and she's like, my future senses aren't working. I don't know what the guard's saying or will say to us. So if we're turned away, what you need to do, Bella, is you need to remember this Italian place name, which is not Italian, plazo de priori or if they speak english it's the clock tower and you need to run (laughs) through this place in this foreign country that you've never been to and look at this place and edward's going to be there right under that clock tower
3: and if you can't find it he'll die
0: yeah no pressure
1: at all no big deal yeah exactly (laughs) um i would probably crash and burn in that situation that's a very high stress situation right there
2: I'd be like, sorry, Edward, I guess you're dead.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think I would just forget
0: what to say. I feel like, is it the... I'm
2: looking for the, uh... I'm the looking for the Priory Indurndodo.
1: Have you guys, like, uh, been to uh, Europe, though? I, have. like, I haven't, no. They're like... It, you know, I... Everyone... I remember, like, people complained how, like, Atlanta, like, the streets, they're not... It's not, like, a grid system. It's, like, all over the place. But, like, I remember going to Vienna, and it was, like, I didn't know where the hell I was. <laughs> I would be, like, walking, like, one corner, and I'm in, like, one area, and then walk the other corner and be, like, okay, let me turn around, and then I would get lost. It was, like, being in a maze. So, I'm expecting that, like, Italy is the same thing. Street signs that are not in English, definitely. Windy roads. Sometimes roads are just, like, sidewalks, I guess, or just pedestrian walks that, from what I've seen in movies and in real life, I would just get lost. <laughs>
3: Especially in an ancient vampire city, I bet.
1: Yeah. (laughs) They probably did that on purpose. Like, we gotta make this a giant, you know, fine...
0: Yeah. So, Alephs just drives right past the first guard, and he's a little bit alarmed, but he doesn't really stop them. And there's a second guard at the gate entrance to the city. And he tells them that only tour buses are allowed in the city that day. No cars can go through. Um, so Alice pulls out a crisp, like, $1,000 bill and hands it to the guard, and he's like, this is this a joke? And I thought for a moment, I'm like, they're going to be arrested. And are going to die. But I guess he is easily bribed.
2: No such luck.
0: <laughs> no such luck. <laughs> uh, he's easily bribed, and they go through. There are so many moments where this has... So much potential to be a good, like, suspense or thriller book, and Stephanie just misses it.
2: Isn't that this entire series in a nutshell?
0: <laughs> it has, like, the potential to be other things, and then it's not.
2: There, there, there are so many little threads that I'm like, ooh, I want to explore that. And then she's like, nope, romance. And I'm like, ugh, here we go again.
0: Yeah, it's like, I think whenever, especially whenever Matt's on the podcast, we're always talking about we wish that the lore of the book was greater and there's then some good
1: lore you just...
2: i mean if you think about it we live in a world where every uh everything can get a spin-off and uh mm-hmm. every harry potter character has a wikipedia page dedicated <laughs> to them so who says that they can't do the same thing for this
0: mm-hmm. so alice bribes a guard um she drives into the city and there's literally people everywhere they try to go down this, like, side street, which I think is what Catherine was talking about when she said that there's, like, the pedestrian roads only. Because she says, like, a car can get through, but people have to, like, jump out of the way. Mm-hmm. It's pretty tight. Um, there's people everywhere. So Alice is like, Bella, go. And Bella literally runs out of the car. And it's this, like, four-page montage. And I just imagine it's her in slow motion running through this city, running through the square towards a cocked uh cock tower clock tower
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's 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 her favorite tower right there and
0: she's just screaming edward's name the
1: whole time
2: isn't that exactly what happened in the movie though like she was running in slow motion
1: yeah it was slow motion for sure there's and there's people in red riding hood Mm -hmm. capes
2: that's why I'm was. i I'm picturing everybody wearing red. And I was like, why are they wearing red? Is this like a ceremony or something?
1: St. Marcus Day because he brought oh, okay. the vampires out of the city.
3: <laughs> and he realized that garlic kills them. Hello. Oh, of course. Ah. Of
1: course. Of
2: course. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had garlic today. I'm okay.
1: Is that the same Marcus that we see? Am I not right? Yeah. Marcus? Okay. Uh, Alice
0: said, I think it's a previous chapter when she's talking about St. Marcus Day, that it's is celebrating him, the vampire. Okay. Yeah, he was tricking all of them. I think when the Volturi kind of established their roots, uh, they just decided that they're not going to attack people in the area. So everyone, like, last associated him with vampires because he made a big show about driving vampires out. So they're like, oh, yeah, our city's been vampire-free, and it's this whole big thing for, like, the whole time that this guy's been alive. (laughs) Yeah, same guy. So the clock is uh, chiming for noon, and she crashes into Edward, literally. And Edward's like, wow, I must be dead because Bella's hugging me. Wow, you smell real. Carlisle is right.
1: He's like, I'm in heaven. Every time I kept visualizing this, because, like, she mentions how when she, like, sees him in, like, across the square or something like that, like... She sees him with, like, his shirt off and he has, like, a marble statue with his, like, eyes closed about to, like, walk out. And I just visualized, like, that scene with, like, Robert Pattinson. Just, like, he literally is just like, oh, oh I'm ready to go. <laughs> yes.
0: And the little girl's like,
1: <laughs> mommy, look, he's sparkly, man. Yeah.
0: Doesn't he actually step out into the sun in the movie? Just, yeah. to, like, Bella. a
1: brief second. Yeah.
0: Bella covers yeah. the shine Yeah. her body. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Um, I I have a whole rant to go on about this later. Not in this specifically, but, like, this whole book experience.
0: Experience.
2: Yes. But this this, uh, scene is, like, are these people assuming that anything sparkling is a vampire? Like, what's their first reaction if they see a shirtless sparkly dude?
5: I don't
3: know. I'm trying to think of, like, what my reaction would be.
2: Yeah, it's like, If I see a shirtless sparkly dude, I'm not going to be like, "Oh, it's a vampire." Of course, I'd probably be
0: like, "Wow, that's a really openly gay guy," or he just came to like a rave or something.
2: Yeah, I'd be like, "He's fabulous!" Like, that's all.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah, because it's not like the Middle Ages where everyone's a witch and you burn them.
2: Exactly, and it's like
3: it's like there's highlighter now.
0: (laughs) I feel like before Twilight, there was no such thing as like sparkling vampires, so that wasn't a thing that you would ever associate with vampires yeah he would have to catch on fire for sure yeah
2: yeah yeah it's <laughs> yeah. like how how would they how, how do the volturi i don't know how, how is that their rule of oh you exposed yourself to people but what if those people just don't know what they saw they're just like oh it's shiny yeah oh,
1: there's a rough, weird glare coming in the distance yeah. this person is shining really bright <laughs> this person is shining really bright. (laughs) Like,
2: people people go out of their way to, like, make sense of stuff, so I don't know.
1: To
0: really have an answer to this, we would need Stephanie to, like, elaborate more on the lore of this, Mm -hmm. because we would need to know if vampire sparkling is common knowledge, or if that's, like, something that took Bella off guard because it's not a well-known thing about vampires in her universe.
3: Yeah, maybe like
0: our universe is equivalent. Was... Like how how common is a is the perception that vampires sparkle? I guess is what I'm trying to say.
3: Like Dracula in their universe sparkled instead of catching on. Yeah, <laughs> maybe.
1: It seemed like from she was like talking. Like, when, when, weren't there mentions of like, oh, like, are you allergic to garlic or like, why are you out in this? Like, why are you out in the daytime? Like, did she mention that or something? Like, why yeah, well,
3: you... it was the garlic.
2: Yeah, she mentioned a lot of the classic vampire tropes. And Stephanie just, she just kind of was like, no.
1: So
0: it has to be something new. Yeah, and then Edward was like, Hollywood doesn't have it right. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that
2: was her way of saying, it's like all those other vampires from those other novels. Nah, that's not us.
0: (laughs) But we do wear capes. We do our robes.
2: <laughs> Fiction.
0: You know this monster that's been around in human mythology for thousands of years? All that fake. This one real.
2: Fake noose. No fangs.
0: <laughs> no fangs.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, they don't have fangs. <laughs> that is true. Oh my goodness. Wow.
2: Am I am I tripping or am I remembering the movie wrong? Can't no. they like grow fangs? No, there's no fangs.
1: <clears throat> Are you thinking interview with a vampire because in that movie that you actually see like... yeah their fangs like
0: they can pull back their fangs
2: yeah that's what I'm picturing I, I mean in I mean, most I'm thinking...
3: like every other vampire show or movie that they do but Twilight's different.
0: That's stupid. <laughs> We're different. How are they supposed to puncture people's skin with... They have, like, the whole mouth mark. Like, my teeth are so flat because I grind my teeth. So if I'm supposed to bite someone as a vampire, I'd be like, hold on, let me, like, gnaw on you, like, a dog, for a second. Like, this is going to be excruciatingly like, painful. You see Bella's, like,
3: thing, Bella like, and yeah. it, it's, like, a whole bite mark. It's, like, a whole yeah. jaw. I <laughs> Just, like, the yeah. two little prongs.
1: <laughs> so it's like they have rabies, really. I do have a question, though, about... And, like, does she, like, stick her tongue in his mouth? And, like, does she, like, touch his teeth? Or is it, like, she doesn't touch his teeth? You know, like, I'm just, like, very curious. <laughs> you know, like,
3: I'm just, like, very She's curious. She's like, oh, I can't, yeah, I can't cut my tongue on his sharp teeth.
0: Are you asking if they're <laughs> right? making yeah. out without tongues and stuff? Because what is, is that just, like... Open mouth kissing <laughs> and you just hold your <laughs> mouth there?
1: <laughs> that sounds so
2: that's, awkward. That's just breathing in the other person's mouth at that point.
1: Do people do that? I would expect that there's some tongue happening. Like they're teen- teen- happening, like they're teenagers, they're like into Well,
2: it. one of them's a teenager.
1: Well, one of them is a teenager, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> just very
1: curious. I just say I guess Edward just has a lot of
2: restraint.
0: He, yeah. <laughs> a lot of self-control. <laughs>
2: That's one word for it.
0: I have so many questions. I do too, honestly. I feel like I have more questions than answers. Steph- <laughs> Where's Stephanie? <laughs> what is Stephanie Meyer doing lately?
2: The Twilight Wikipedia. We need, yeah. that, that's where all our answers are.
0: So Edward snaps to just as two members of the Volturi come out of the darkness. And these fellas are Felix and Dimitri.
2: What what names? Let me just say, what what great names.
0: I'm used to seeing Dimitri spelled with eyes, so it definitely took me yeah. a minute to figure out that this was his name. I'm like, Dimitri?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, after my whole car lizzle thing, it's has surprised. surprise.
2: Hey, I need some chicken. Let me stop by Dimitri on the way
0: home. <laughs> <laughs> And they have this whole awkward exchange that's, like, fake polite, where the vampires are like, let's go somewhere else to chat. And Edward is just like, mm, no, I'm good. Like, I didn't break your rules. It's fine. The vampires are like, well, you almost broke our rules, so let's go somewhere else. And they're like, no.
2: We're going to have to take you in for questioning.
0: But then Alice, like, jumps in and she's like, "Uh, don't fight while there's a lady around. And then they all notice that... You know they're in this alley but they're not very far into this alley and there's a young family just watching them because edward has his shirt off and he's like super aggressive stance and then alice did like whatever cat gymnastics she did to jump out of wherever she was and jumped down and you have these two guys who just came out of the shadows and they're like mm, let's talk somewhere else so i mean Sketch situation all around. I would be sharing for sure.
1: Yeah. yeah. I would probably get my, like, you know, phone out and, like, be a little discreet and be like, something's happening here. <laughs>
0: yeah. Hi, this is Catherine <laughs> on Instagram Live. <laughs> Help 911.
2: And then you post it on Instagram and be like, was I in the right? <laughs> you decide. <laughs>
0: post it on reddit and be like am i the asshole am i the asshole? <laughs> am i the asshole for recording this situation
2: <laughs> am i the asshole for asking them to kill me
0: <laughs> so then dimitri is just like edward let's be reasonable and edward's like yeah you know we're gonna be super reasonable and we're gonna leave and they're like mm, no let's talk about this privately <laughs>
2: you exposed yourself in public sir
0: see whenever they say that i always think that he indecent exposure <laughs> yeah but he like took out his junk and i'm like oh just...
3: i mean if he did that it would be like double whammy like both of them like the police and the vulture would be after it
0: that's true
3: <laughs> For yeah. different exposure charges I mean, that sparkling schlong like everyone in the world would be after that <laughs>
4: I want to make a joke about catholic priests but i
5: feel like do it, <laughs> do it.
4: Do it. there's <laughs> do definitely it. a joke there somewhere you have the police the military, and some
0: catholic priests uh <laughs> just yeah because he's going to be 17 forever that's like a catholic priest wet dream <laughs> exactly <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that they're they're in italy already so you know
0: oh yeah mm-hmm. true maybe, maybe mm-hmm. get that pope involved you know everyone you needs go. a little action uh, so now that everyone who's Catholic turned off our podcast, let's continue forward.
2: Now that we got rid of them.
0: Uh, Jane, who has such a boring name compared to Felix and Dimitri, <laughs> comes up. Hey, she's
2: my favorite one, though.
0: Plain Jane.
2: She's my favorite one, because in the movie, she just goes pain and then you make people suffer. She's awesome. Yeah,
0: I don't really know what her power is, but we can go over that later. <laughs>
2: It's pain!
0: She is a literal mood. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She kind of reminds me of, like, Louise from Bob's Burgers. Like, small but fearsome. Mm -hmm.
1: But she also is, like, a forever teenage vampire-looking, like, girl, so she probably does have some rage happening. Like, I wouldn't blame her. If I looked like a teenager my whole life for... Actually, I would... Jane comes
0: up and she's like, everyone stop fighting and follow me. And they all follow her.
1: All I can visualize is Dakota Fanning as Jane. Yeah. With red eyes and like a... Like that? Expression. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like that.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
1: she, yeah, that it was I, perfect. I, she did a really good job. That's she why she's a great actress. Yeah. Um,
2: she had what, like three lines?
0: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I could do three lines in a movie
2: there you, see yeah we can cast us in a
1: movie y'all are in atlanta you guys can sign up for any like show if
0: you want it's true,
2: to. That's true. I, I could be edward i could make one facial expression for the yeah. whole movie
1: matt yeah,
0: do you i next... need to be the one to say it or
2: i forgot to mention this at the beginning of the, sh- the show but one of these things is not like the other um i'll let you figure out which one it is
1: <laughs>
2: one of these people
1: what do you mean I'm so confused.
2: What's going on? <laughs> I'm black. You guys are white.
1: Oh. No.
0: <laughs> I thought you were talking about like New Moon. I was just like, is someone in there black? I was like, I thought they're all white.
2: No, there's no black people in Stephanie Meyer novels. We we've we've established this. That's true. Except that true. one villain from the first book. Oh, Laurent.
3: Laurent. Did Stephanie describe him
0: as being black, or did, did he? I I wasn't just in the movie.
2: I think she said dark skin.
0: The people of color in this series are only villains. That was a hot topic (laughs) issue that we talked about in Twilight.
4: You know, you can also say the same thing, though, about, like, Dimitri and Felix. My husband's from Eastern Europe. We always see Eastern Europeans painted as villains, too. And, like, Dimitri, that's an Eastern European name.
0: Yeah. Come on. What about Felix, though?
4: Uh, I'm sure there's probably an, an Eastern European equivalent.
0: Somewhere. Yeah. So while they're walking, Edward and Alice talk briefly, and Alice kind of fills them in that there was a misunderstanding, and that, by the way, Bella obviously didn't kill herself. Nope, she's still alive. (laughs) Thanks for clarifying that, Alice, because she's right there with you. (laughs) Darn it. They're walking, they go through a grate that's, I guess, kind of like a manhole cover, or maybe it's like in part of a sidewalk or something, they lift it up, oops, high wall, they lift it up, (laughs) And Alice goes down, and then Bella's like, I don't wanna go down. And Edward's like, It's okay, Alice will be down to catch you. So, like, he throws her down. I don't know, this <laughs> kind of seems like Looney Tunes to me. I know,
3: I was like imagining that, like, with this sound effects, and it's like on the side, like, Woo! <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Stephanie makes a point to say that Alice was very hard when she caught Bella, and I was like, Nice.
2: <laughs> you know who else was very hard when he saw Bella?
0: <laughs> oh, God.
2: I'm guessing it was Edward. I don't know his life, but
0: I'm assuming. Okay, I have a lot of penis talk when we get to that point in the series, because I don't understand how vampires can have erections, but that's okay. We can talk about that later.
2: Nobody's understood that since the book came
0: out. We can out. talk about that later. That's a whole thing that you know, we don't have time for today. <laughs> well, I mean, their their whole body is always hard, so that's all I'm going to say. That's
2: very true. 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 Pretty sure Edward walks around with a 24-7 boner.
0: I feel like that'd be awful. I mean, I've never had a boner before, but...
2: Actually, yeah, it kind of sucks to have it for like, like, 10 minutes.
0: Did Izzy just spare her drink out? No. Of course not.
2: Apologies for the images, but Yes
0: bella is caught by alice um and then they're walking through this underground tunnel system and edward is like half carrying bella and bella is like oh he's acting like he wants me so i need to embrace this and i like how high bar talk i like how that's <laughs> what she's thinking about and not that they were captured by a bunch of vampires but that's okay
1: it's like she's not
0: worried where no, like she's no like, my concern would be like, am I going to die?
1: Where am I? feel a little concerned. <laughs> die? where am Yeah. I? Where are we going? Where are we she's going? She's like, oh my god, I
3: can't believe I forgot how hot Edward was. Like, in my delusional visions, he was so much, like, more lusorous. And he's just so hot, I forgot. <laughs> yeah,
1: some of the thoughts in her mind in these couple chapters, I was kind of like, Bella, are you concerned what's actually happening around you? No.
2: Nope. I
0: mean, I guess you've never dated someone as beautiful as Edward,
1: Catherine,
2: yeah, with such a deep connection that they have.
1: Sorry, Woody, you're not Adonis. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah,
2: they, they, they've bonded over their mutual love of staring at each other. And my favorite quote You're like my own personal brand of heroin.
1: <laughs> oh my god, I completely forgot about that.
0: <laughs> it's so dumb, you just blocked it out. <laughs>
1: Oh. Yeah.
4: I can honestly say I blocked out most of my twilight phase.
0: <laughs> Bella is real heckin' cold because I guess her col her clothes are wet somehow. Oh, because when the she fountain. was running through the square she like splashed through the fountain shouting Edward's name like an idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Edward can't warm her up because he's like a cold hard vampire and he's like trying to like rub her skin and like create friction. Spoiler alert. Next book <laughs> And she's like, wow, I really
3: wish I had a Jacob Wolf with me right now.
0: Yeah, I imagine that all it's doing is like kind of causing like a rug burn on her. So
3: yeah, it'd be like rubbing a stone on your skin. Not very pleasant. I don't
2: know. I've I've, I've never tried rubbing a stone on my skin. Maybe it works.
3: Don't knock it till you try it, I guess. (laughs) You should
4: let us know. Let us know. Uh, I'll I'll try it. it. I'll try it tonight. What's a new meaning in the term hot stone massage?
0: Just saying. That's
4: true. Oh, that is the thing.
0: But, I mean, the keyboard in that is hot. Not cold stone, it's (laughs) hot. Coldstone cold stone. I'm from Canada, everything is cold. Cold stone cold stone.
2: Yeah, we don't want to put ice cream. We don't want to put ice cream on our bodies.
0: That's like when you pour a bunch of cold stone ice cream all over you and they like put them mix-ins like on your back. (laughs) <laughs>
3: they could use a vampire's ice cream.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: exactly. It's like we, we want to put sprinkles on our back for a massage. Like,
3: use like yeah. Edwards like abs as like the cold stone at Coldstone Creamery and they just mix
2: yeah. it up on the- <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's
2: exactly what's gonna happen. I don't
1: know if it's gonna pass the equity <laughs> standards, but you know people will buy it. You don't need a prep table, you just need an Edward Cullen, <laughs> like laying down on a counter and you're good. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, who wants the penis ice cream? <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is going to be this is going to be their new business model i'm surprised Coldstone didn't do a promotion with twilight when these
0: movies came out that would have been they really smart should up. Have.
3: they should have done that
0: that would have been some good and some good marketing tactics we
2: we we could sell them that idea honestly
0: i would have could. gone cold Stone, if you're listening <laughs> dm us at fiddle and pipe on instagram
2: and, and get all our great ideas for your marketing
0: I'm surprised we're not rich yet. So, like, we have so many good ideas on this podcast. <laughs> we
2: will be after today. <laughs> let me tell you.
1: Endorse us.
0: <laughs> they go through another grate and they see a big wooden door, and that leads us directly into Chapter 21 Verdict. Which I imagine is going to be a trial. That's my prediction.
2: <laughs> Objection.
0: Judge Judy or something.
2: <laughs> that would be. That would be. I want that mashup right now. Judge Judy in Twilight. We keep
0: talking about the fanfics that we would prefer to read opposed to this book. But... I'm going to
2: look all of these up after this, all these fanfics, because they all sound interesting.
0: So they're in a bright hallway. They walk into an elevator. Oh, and that leads me into book.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> would you like to explain?
3: Yeah, I, I just took a little clip from the movie. Of them all standing in the elevator because it was so awkward with Edward's <laughs> shirt, and they just stand in there. And I thought it would just be a great background for this section. And I put awkward elevator music. Plays. I forgot
2: that the elevator was in the the movie.
1: I know it's so random, and it was
3: like five seconds. Like they made it real.
2: <laughs> it's like the fact that they had to get into an elevator to go to this super secret, like mysterious. Location.
3: It's so funny, like, why, in the book, also, like, why include that weird, like, sewer tunnel if you're just gonna eventually go to an elevator?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's like all these, like, ancient ruins and then, like, a modern elevator (laughs) office reception, like, area. Fluorescent
2: lights. It's like, well, we got tired of climbing down the rocks, so we had to build something.
1: But we kept
3: the sewer slide.
1: I can't get over the big guy's face. I know. He looks. (laughs) He looks a little angry, like, or a fart or gas, you know?
2: The way all their faces look, somebody passed gas, and just, they're trying to figure out who, but nobody wants to admit it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and it was Jane.
2: They're just like, if I don't look at anybody else.
3: Yeah, she looks a little <laughs> <responsible>. <laughs> She looks a little
4: guilty, too. <laughs> she said, pain,
2: and then let one out. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I think this is Caius, I think.
2: Oh, is that his name? Wait, no, Caius I thought was the blonde one.
3: Oh, wait, no, Felix. right. That, okay, that's Felix. Yeah,
2: cause Caius is the one that um, uh, is like.
3: Yeah, Caius is the one with the long blonde a long hair. Long yeah. blonde Thank hair.
0: you for saying his name, by yeah. the way, cause oh, I wasn't Caius. Sure what was.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Felix's backstory is like, he's really angry because he's been in the vault for a while, but he has no special powers. So
1: he- oh, he's sad.
3: He's really strong.
1: So he's like Emmett.
3: Yeah, when he confronts Edward, we'll see this later, but he's just a really strong guy. But he's like, I'm so sad, I'm not special.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would, you know, I don't blame him. It's like, I, I'm gonna be here for eternity, and I have, eternity and I have no special powers and everyone else does. And look at his yeah. face, you
0: can see it in his eyes. He's so sad. That's like the biggest FOMO ever. <laughs> 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 the biggest <laughs> FOMO ever. So they go into like this, what Catherine said, this like really modern reception area. There's like these fancy couches, and I imagine there's probably like some plants or a koi pond, who knows? Yeah, probably a koi (laughs) pond. There's like maybe a fountain where it looks like, you know, someone's like peeing some water feature kind of thing. The mannequin piss, yeah.
4: Yeah. Bring in Austin Powers.
0: (laughs) Yes. Austin Powers. Uh One of those yes. things that's really, uh, <laughs> looks really trashy if you're poor, but really great if you're rich kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's a human woman who's working, like, some kind of secretary position, but we get an introduction to another vampire whose name is Alec, and he congratulates Jane on coming back with not just Edward, but also with Bella and Alice. Half a person.
1: Yeah. Didn't he <laughs> say, like, two and a half? Yeah. Like Like, you came with, like, one and a half, or...
0: You, oh, you wanted one, people. and you came back with two and a half. Yeah. <laughs> because I guess Bella's a half a person. Yeah, even though it should be, like, the other way around. <laughs> because she's the only real yeah. person. Yeah. Felix tries to claim Bella, I assume, to eat, but Edward gets all, like, growly, and then Alice is like, not now, Edward.
3: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what I'm imagining is him just being like,
1: and she's like, down boy, down boy. She's like... <laughs> Edward, no! Shouldn't Jacob be doing that? <laughs> and Edward, like, just stand there, like, face cold, like... Marble. I feel like there's more,
0: like, stone cold and marble descriptors in this book than there were in Twilight. And I don't know if that's just because I'm picking up on it more, or... It's because he had his shirt off, that's why. Mm.
2: It's true. He had his shirt off for a lot of yeah, the yeah, scene. Yeah, that's
0: true. <laughs> so they go into that big stone chamber, and we meet Arlo. R-O.
1: Arrow? Arrow? It's
0: arrow. arrow, isn't it? Think, arrow? I'm pretty sure it's, it's Arrow. Aro. isn't it? It's Arrow. It's A-R-L-O. It's Arrow. I guess it's R O if you're British.
2: Okay. <laughs> they say Arrow in the movie, I oh, think. No. Wait,
1: is it Arrow in the movie? Wait, is it Arrow in the I think it's Arrow. I
2: thought they said okay, Arrow. arrow, in in arrow.
3: Well, Catherine and I just watched the movie. And I think, I mean, maybe it was...
2: That's true. It, you did watch it more recently. It was
3: just Bella. She said Arrow.
1: Also, Wendy is it like... Canada, like, it, aren't some British terms, like, used in Canada, too? That's, Aro's probably why.
3: Yeah, if you're British, you go, Aro. And then if you're American, you're like, Arrow.
2: <laughs> we can be, we can call him, we can compromise and call him a- <laughs> root.
4: But regardless, in the movie, he's played by the oh-so-fabulous Michael Sheen, who had way too much fun. <laughs> he, he is
2: my really favorite p- part of that movie. He had so much fun doing that part. He was into yeah. it.
4: He's like, <laughs> yeah. he's a beautiful man. That,
2: I love that scene. That scene cracks me up every time. He's like, ah, a child.
1: <laughs> kind of it's like a hocus pocus by that. <laughs> how
0: wonderful. So how are we saying his name?
3: You can say Arrow or Auro, whatever. arrow, whatever.
0: Arrow, like a bow and arrow. <laughs> Yeah. Why the fuck is there an L in his name? There's Wait. not an L. <laughs> I
1: don't think there's an L in his It's just A-R-O. I think you got that mixed up.
2: Yeah, I, th- I thought it's just A R O. yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Did I miss something
0: Were you thinking critical? Misses- Probably.
1: <laughs> Were you thinking, like, his name is Arlo?
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm looking <laughs> it up. <laughs> oh my God! You're right.
1: But what did you think Caius's name was pronounced? I'm very concerned. <laughs> what How you are think- you saying
0: Caius's name?
1: Sometimes when I'm reading books
0: and I see names I don't know the pronunciation of, I just hear shh,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like
1: static. <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs>
0: I love uh-huh. it. <laughs> it happens a lot when I read fantasy books. <laughs> so it's like that's what I thought shh said with something <laughs> akin to pleasure is what I hear in my head. Shh. <laughs> and shh said this. And
3: ch- and so in your head it said was this, this said line. <laughs> instead of arrow kaius, hissed, it was Arlo chh hissed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, um, apparently I was putting L in his name, and that's not the case, so. That's amazing. Mm.
2: Spelling is hard, I understand. We,
0: I think the best fanfiction that we could write is what I assume everyone's name is.
2: Actually, can we?
0: I'm down.
2: <laughs> and everybody just calls everybody by the wrong name the whole time.
3: And Edward is Jacob, and Jacob is Edward.
0: <laughs> yeah. God, that was Basically. a struggle, that one episode. I'm
2: crying. We're going to see Arlo in Italy.
0: <laughs> I'm literally crying. Oh my god. Oh my god. I wrote Arlo all in my fucking notes. <laughs> me arrow and there's this whole thing bella goes on describing him how he's like his skin is like translucent and he like an onion kind of looks paradoxical like he looks simultaneously like really strong but really fragile yeah should i give bella a different name should i call her like bethany or something (laughs) (laughs)
1: Jane. Oh my god, Bethany. Bethany
0: is oh. the my bitch. <laughs> Actually, that works better. <laughs> Arlo is exactly who Matt said earlier, just like really kind of seems a little kooky, kind of off the walls, like super happy. Um, he seems really happy that everyone is there and that they <clears throat> didn't let Edward kill himself, which I guess is good. But he wants to know how this whole situation happened. He's like, Alice, what do you think? Edward says that you're infallible. And she's like, "Mm, no, I obviously made mistakes or else we wouldn't be here. (laughs) Ha ha. JK, LOL. Arlo, damn it. Arrow, fuck, (laughs) says (laughs) that he can see into people's minds by touching them. And so he's like, Edward is more powerful than me because he doesn't have to touch people, but I have to touch people and I can read like, not just your thoughts, but your whole brain, basically.
3: Well, when Bella was, like, describing his skin like an onion and stuff like that, she said she, like, had this weird urge to, like, reach out and touch his cheek. Yes! Is that, like, foreshadowing to her little baby?
1: <laughs> like, touching the yeah, cheek?
3: Yeah, yeah, and then also... <laughs> actually... Yeah, and because she has that urge inside of her. Like, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I think, like, she said it... Per- like, she has, like, a perverse, like, skin or something. I'm like... What like okay, perversely?
3: Yeah, I was like, what? what? Like, okay, and especially because she said cheek. She said his cheek, and I was like, also foreshadowing to her him touching her cheek.
0: I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> foreshadowing on the next page. Yeah.
1: <laughs> foreshadowing with like a baby doll touching a person's cheek.
2: <laughs> no, she just like onions. Yeah, sure. that's <laughs> she's
1: what an
2: she's an ogre. She's an ogre. She has leaves
0: like onions. <laughs> Marcus and is it how do you say his name again would you, did you say did you say Marcus? marcus
2: <laughs> I you said Marcus, kaius marcus, marcus. and arlo marcus
0: marcus and Caius. dumb fucking names come in and they don't seem as <laughs> i'm so angry they don't seem as happy as Arrow. Marcus lets Arrow <laughs> read his thoughts and Arrow's like wow that's super interesting Marcus thanks for your insight. Everyone's like what the fuck is he talking about because Marcus didn't say anything and Edward's like oh he's talking about how close the Cullens are it's it's weird that we're all so tight and then mm-hmm. Arrow's like Edward how can you stand so close to Bella and not want to eat her and Edward's like well it is difficult but I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> Arrow's like your self control would put Carlisle to shame. He's just being all extra, I guess.
3: He likes making the vibes like, not awkward. <laughs> <laughs> You're just making friendly combo, you know?
1: <laughs> but I still feel like in, it's awkward in the situation. Like, I would be like Jane in the back, Jane in the back, in the back. I just want to, like, p- oh
3: yeah, he's like <clears throat> Michael
0: Scott.
1: Yes. <laughs> Yeah, yes. he is Michael Scott. Uh, Marcus is Dwight, and Caius is uh, Jim. I can there see it.
0: You. <laughs> <laughs> if the Office was Twilight cast people <laughs> characters is the word I'm looking for. Another <laughs> wonderful fanfic. I'm sorry, I'm just still really hooked on the Arlo versus yes. Arrow thing. <laughs> Arlo, damn it i got to take all these names, <laughs> these L's on my fucking notes. I'm so angry. You can do it, Brit. The
3: first word after.
2: <laughs> Everybody, play oh. the fiddle and pipe drinking game. Take a shot every time. Brady oh, my says.
0: God. Arlo. Please don't play that because y'all will be trash and I don't want to be held liable for whatever shit y'all do when you're wasted. I'm <laughs> so angry, though. I feel like I am drunk. And I'm not I'm just drinking this fucking Kirkland Signature sparkling water. The
3: sparkles are getting <laughs> to your head.
1: Zero point zero percent alcohol. I'm <laughs> drunk on sparkles.
2: It'll get you if you're not careful.
3: Yeah, you might turn into a vampire.
2: It's true. I catch the sparkle.
0: I'm so angry. Sparkle now an STD. Wasn't the CD <laughs> sparkling? Oh, I heard was it's an STD. I was just like, "What are we?" I was like, "Did I just zonk out for half the conversation and come back in?" I don't
2: know. Maybe being a vampire is a metaphor for STDs.
0: Wow, what a message,
3: Stephanie's putting out.
0: (laughs) (laughs)
2: Deep, deeper meanings.
0: Arrow is curious why edward can't read bella's thoughts so he's like can i touch you and edward's like why don't you ask her i'm not her owner and he's like bella can i touch you and bella's like uh she extends out her hand and arrow extends out his hand so they have like the whole like the painting of
2: adam and god Or E.T. Da, da,
0: da, Arrow can't da, da, da. seem to read her thoughts, and he's like, wow, this is super exciting. And then he wonders if she's immune to like all vampire talents, and he's like, Jane, come over here and get a look at this. But Edward's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. That's a
2: direct quote from the book.
0: <laughs> she's like, Jane, <"Pain." laughs>
2: get a lot of this girl over here. I don't
0: say, so Jane must have a harmful talent or something. <laughs> Wow,
3: you you had a good foreshadow there.
0: I really did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I yeah. I don't really I still don't really get what she does. I mean, it's just like she just looks at people and they hurt.
2: She literally just says pain. She says pain and they feel pain.
0: But and she doesn't have to say it either. Yeah.
3: You can look at someone and just like whatever you want them to feel like physically, you mm-hmm. you can do. So like if you she'd be like in their head and be like, you feel like you're you have a compound fracture, and your bones are all breaking, and then they feel that.
2: Hmm. It's like the death <laughs> note. You literally just wow. think what you want them to feel and then yeah. they feel it.
1: It's wow. exciting. I kind of want to have like a Jane backstory. Like, okay, where did this girl come from? And how dark is she? <laughs> is she? I'm just looking So we call
2: curious. it Pain Jane. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: is it <playing> Jane?
3: <laughs> this is the spin off. Yeah, I think there was a little bit of backstory with her. When they were talking about the child vampires and Eclipse. Yeah.
0: Spoiler
1: alert. I think
3: there's, yeah, sorry.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, we gotta read Eclipse soon. We gotta do it sooner than later. Because <laughs> I need to. I need to, like, get rid of this, This like, what's gonna happen. You know what happens.
0: <laughs> that's, that's how they get you. <laughs> you don't remember.
1: Well, from the book, I don't remember. Okay, I remember like basic plot points, mm-hmm. not not the d- what's happening in the story. Luckily mm-hmm. for
0: you, there's not many details in these books, so you probably basically <laughs> have the book down. <laughs> He directs whatever her power is at Edward, and he's on the ground like writhing in agony. And then Jane looks at Bella, and I guess he or she can't affect her. Yeah, it was really awkward. Spoiler alert. She was like, mm-hmm.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: just staring. <laughs> Bella's like, so.
0: Bella's
3: like, are we gonna kiss or like? <laughs>
0: Are you gonna make me a vampire? Someone in this room needs to make me a vampire.
2: Somebody in this room had better.
0: Arrow's like, Wow, that's fascinating. So, since y'all are super talented people, do you want to join us, Edward? And Edward's like, "Mm, I'd rather not, thanks. And then Arrow's like, Okay, well, what about you, Alice? And she's like, "Mm, No. And then he's like, Well, Bella. And Val's like, uh, "Do you mean like for dinner or like do you want to
2: be <laughs> uh, Are you asking me out because I have a boyfriend, okay?
3: But I'm sure I'd be okay with you biting my neck once. But the, I have a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sex. And I'm
2: yeah. sure he'd be okay with it too.
1: Just turn me because I'm 18 years old and I need to be turned now.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: Is it Casus? Caius? God damn it. I don't know what his fucking name
2: <laughs> is.
3: <laughs> or if you prefer, you can also say
0: shh. <laughs> Questions the <laughs> move. And Arlo says that Bella obviously has potential. Like, how can you not see it? She can't be affected by vampire powers. So something's up with her. And Bella's like, mm, I'm good. Um, and Edward's like, okay, well. I guess we just have to join you or we die, and that's how we're playing this game. Or Arlo says, no, that's not what they're doing, and then Kai says like, actually, yeah, that is what we're doing, because you exposed the vampire secret, and that's the one thing you can't do as a vampire, is tell anyone that you're vampires, or show any evidence that you're vampires. The run rule of Fight Club. You don't talk about Fight Club. Bella <laughs> hasn't
1: said anything about vampires to anyone. At all, except Jacob, and that's it.
0: That's true. At she all. has except been Jacob, very good. And that's it. I guess it's just the fact that she is a person who knows. Because true. Edward's like, well, y'all have people here too. And then Kaius is like, yeah, but we're going to kill them when they're not of any use to us anymore.
2: <laughs> yeah, but like, we're going to kill them, so we're better than you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be dead anyway.
3: <laughs> it's not like we let them see the sunlight. They never go up the elevator. Like. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's like, Edward, are you prepared to do the same, or are you prepared to make her a vampire? Arrow says that if they make her a vampire, then everyone's free to go, but questions if Edward would actually do it, or if he would mean it, if he agreed to it. Edward doesn't say anything, but Alice goes to Arrow and kind of, like, holds her hand out, and then he holds his hand out, and they do, like, some limp hand touching again. (laughs) And Arrow... Either sees that Bella is going to be a vampire or that the three of them are going to join the Volturi, but either way, he's like, yeah, there's no issue. That's really fascinating, Alice. Thanks for your insight. And Bella's like, Alice's v- visions change all the time. Like, that doesn't mean anything, but okay. <laughs> like, okay, that's fine. Yeah, she's like, I'm not going to argue because otherwise we're dead. And then Er's like, well, y'all are free to go. And Caius is like, yeah, but we're going to visit you to make sure that you actually kill her or turn her into a vampire they're like don't leave here until dark because you know you're gonna glitter and this is like what we're trying to avoid (laughs) and they leave as a tour group of people go into the chamber and there's like a whole fucking like feast on these like 40 people yeah went in
3: so in the movie it's really obvious they just go on the elevator that's like a normal tour guide did they bring this like whole tour of people down the sewer slide
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) they throw them all down Is there another entrance somewhere?
2: It's part of the experience. Like, okay, and this is the the sewer slide. This is the elevator.
0: I'm going to throw you. I'm going to be cold, but don't worry about it. I'm just just not feeling great. I might be a little clammy. Don't worry about it. It's fine. And I'll catch each and every one of
3: you when you slide down the sewer slide. I might feel a little hard, but...
0: like It's not my penis, I promise. <laughs> just, just,
2: just a warning, I might be hard. Yeah, I might be hard. I might be hard. I hope you're okay with this. I think more tour guides should do that. It's like, just so you know, I might be hard
3: this. Just wanted to warn you. Yeah. <laughs> I just really love ancient architecture.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is this is my favorite job. It's my dream job, what can I say?
0: So we get to chapter 22, Flight, which is pretty blurby. Um, they wait into the reception area until dark. Bella, like, everything hits her that just happened. And she gets, like, kind of hysterical and is just slapping her, which I thought was really fucking funny.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> she confused. Smack that bitch.
1: Yeah. I think, like, what annoyed me the most, though, was that she's, like, sitting there next to Ed. He's gonna leave me now. Like... I'm saved, now he's gonna go and live his life. And I'm like, bitch, do you really think that he's gonna leave you? <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> also, wasn't there a whole fight scene in the movie yeah. or something?
3: It was this guy, because like, he was like, you can't try to have Jane hurt her. Because uh, he didn't want Jane to try her
0: power.
2: Yeah, and then he like did some backflips or some yeah, shit. There's
0: like some crashing, then some cracking of a floor. Yeah. It was pretty yeah. legit. Probably because like the climax of the book isn't very action-y yeah it doesn't play well for a movie
3: i mean edward should have probably been more scared for like jane to try the pain thing on her but i guess he was just really confident in her abilities i guess <laughs> yeah she got it she's strong <laughs>
0: she's
2: fine she don't feel pain this
0: dissy bitch over there She fine <laughs> Edward says that is it I think Gianna? Gianna
1: seems more Gianna.
0: Okay, I'm glad that y'all aren't making fun of me, and that actually seems like a valid question. Who's <laughs> <laughs> the woman's secretary? Knows everything, and that she's hoping to be made into a vampire. And Bella kind of freaks out, and she's like, well, "How could she want that? Can she not see how awful vampires are?" And Edward's, like, simultaneously a little hurt because he's a vampire, but he also finds it ironic because Bella has been basically, like, begging yeah. everyone to be a vampire for, like, two bucks. Yeah, it made no sense. <laughs> She's literally you.
1: I'm <laughs> like, yeah, I know that you saw, like, a bunch of people, like, just get eaten for dinner, but, mm-hmm. like, you've been wanting to be a vampire for, like, a year and a half. Come mm-hmm. on.
0: Like, this is what you want. You asked for it. Bella and Edward are happy to be together and alive, and then Alice says that the outlook of them staying alive is good, which I guess is good. Bella is, like, super heckin' tired, because she hasn't slept in God knows how long, and Edward is hungry, but neither of them want to move because they're just basking in love, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> basking <laughs>
5: in love.
1: <clears throat> basking. They like Isn't there a moment where, like, he says that Bella's blood sings to me and I'm like when I read that I was it's
0: like it's because
2: he's getting his heroin fix back
0: you know that little <laughs> conversation is like literally what I put in my notes like the next line
1: <laughs> hmm. sings to me
0: <laughs> name for someone's blood who is their own personal brand of heroin is what my notes say
1: tua <laughs> La Cantante I think Mm I said that right. I
0: don't think I, I don't know. And apparently that's what the Volturi called Bella in relation to Edward. They leave and Alice is getting Bella's bags and going to steal another car. And she comes back and she's like, I'm sorry. It's not a Porsche. And Edward's like, Oh, you obviously love that car so much. I'm going to get you one for Christmas. And I'm like, can you get me one too, please? Thank you. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Put me in this family
0: please. If we're just getting like yellow Porsche 911 turbos, like, willy-nilly, like, get me one, too. I need a new car.
2: <laughs> Edward Cullen, too fast, too furious.
0: <laughs> they go on the plane, and Bella's determined not to sleep, so she gets a Coke, and Edward disapproves because she, apparently she's suddenly super sensitive to caffeine. Spike it
1: with some Xanax or something. This girl <laughs> needs to go to sleep.
2: Everything this girl does, e- Edward disapproves <laughs> of. <laughs> For real. It's like, you shouldn't do that to your body. Like
1: It's just you... funny because
0: it's like, it's, a, it's probably, knowing airlines, it's like, a half can of Coke, it's like caffeine, like a little bit of caffeine and sugar. It's like, I think you'll be fine. Like, that's not going to keep you up.
3: He still thinks there's cocaine in it. He's from a different time.
0: That's true.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true. He, he never realized they stopped putting in there.
0: <laughs> She says that she wants to stay awake to buy more time, quote, Scheherazade style. And I was like, nice. Bum,
2: bum, bum, nice. bum, 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 bum. I'm going to have
0: that stuck in my head. <laughs> Thank you're, you. You're You're welcome. They land in Atlanta, then they fly to Seattle, and all the Cullens are waiting for them. Jasper and Alice, like, have this romantic stare at each other, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Carlisle and Esme thank Bella for saving their idiot son. <laughs> Rosalie... Uh,
2: if I were Carlisle, I'd I'd have been like, let him die.
3: <laughs> Did anyone else um, think it was weird when, like... He like looks at Esmond and he goes, "Sorry, mom."
4: Yeah, and he's like never called <laughs> her mom he's before. He's a bunch of, like, teenager.
3: I know. I'm just
0: like, isn't she like his yeah. age? Like pretty much.
3: <laughs> I guess she's a little yeah. older. But, like...
0: Well, she's like the mom figure of the family, right?
3: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And she's like younger than him, right?
0: I don't. Oh,
1: like in vampire age. <laughs> yeah, yes.
3: yeah. I don't know. I just physically,
1: like... <laughs> I don't know.
3: <laughs> yeah, but in real age, definitely.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's older than her. It's a little weird. Sorry, Mom. Sorry,
0: Mom. Rosalie tries to apologize to Edward and Bella in the car, but it's a little awkward, and Bella is like, don't worry about it. It's my fault. I'm the one who jumped off the cliff. But I want to know why no one is blaming Edward for being an idiot and trying to kill himself.
1: (laughs) Not making rational decisions? Yes. Yeah,
2: Yeah, well, like, why did he leave her in the woods at the beginning of the fucking book? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, that... (laughs) That caused this whole thing.
3: Like, why did he just think that she'd be completely safe?
2: Yeah. He's like, I'm just going to drop you off in the middle of the woods. Right?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Let me just leave my girlfriend in the woods and she'll be fine after I break up with her.
2: I'm sure when you break up with people, you're like, let me take them to a secluded place in the middle of nowhere to make sure that they can't find their way back.
1: That's what a serial serial killer does that. (laughs) Exactly. It's so not like him. Come on, Edward. (laughs)
2: i know edward would never
0: bella falls asleep in the car and they get to her house and charlie is like absolutely livid because he's like what's wrong with bella and edward's just like oh she's tired completely ignoring the fact that she was gone for like three days and charlie had no idea where she was and now like her shitty boyfriend
1: is back also like this is the first time charlie has seen edward too and he's like where the hell have you been (laughs) like (laughs) what what
2: and also, it's like, what, what what's wrong with Bella? Oh, she had some coke. Don't worry though.
1: Like during this like whole weird delusional scene, Bella's like, "No, let him stay, let Edward stay," and I'm like, she still has energy for this.
3: Yeah, if I were Charlie too, I would be like doing some police investigating into the Collins. Like,
1: yeah, <laughs> he's a police.
2: officer (laughs) I'm getting the squad together tonight and we're raiding that house I don't care
3: yeah and like the last time she went away with him she like got all banged up and bitten and like broke her leg and (laughs) aren't you a little suspicious where's your detective skills like
2: yeah wasn't it the last time he saw Edward he like broke up with her and then like her she came home with her leg busted and then it's like okay Mm Like, come on now.
4: Yeah. Out of all the parents, like Charlie is the most rational, but this is where he done on and fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be like,
5: Hell exactly. No. Like,
3: screening order, beat you up, move, and he even gave him like a second chance, like when he yeah. let her take him, like, let him take her to prom, and then he did it again, left again, and then she got all depressed. Right. It's like this is your last mm-hmm. strike, Edward. I'm calling the force. Exactly. I'd be like, <laughs> no,
2: yeah, no. Mm-hmm.
0: Edward brings her inside, and we get to chapter 23, The Truth. So Bella wakes up, and she's had like a super long sleep, and she's dreaming about the angel. That thing is back. And she thinks she's still asleep when she wakes up with Edward in her bed. And then she's convinced that she must be dead, because that's a rational solution. Wow, that's
3: like the same thing Edward thought.
0: Uh, Bella's yeah. here, so I must be dead. What's up with them? It's
2: almost like they're perfect for each other or something. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> she wakes up more and realizes that she's alive and everything that happened really did happen. So I assume she's just like super disoriented. She's like, like
1: how long have I been gone? And yeah. did everything happen? And Edward's like, oh, you just you were gone for like three days and Alice will make something up. It'll mm-hmm. be fine. Yeah, no problem. Don't worry about it. And yeah. Bella's like, okay, sure. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Alice will make something up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sure.
2: Lu- lucky nobody in this town asks questions ever. No. No.
0: <laughs> Edward says that Charlie banned Edward from coming inside, which Bella's su- kind of surprised about because she's an idiot. And then she kind of has this inner monologue <laughs> where she's like, I'm an adult. And I'm like, yeah, but it's Charlie's house. so. And
2: also you're not acting like an yeah. adult. so.
0: Facts. Show him that you can think (laughs) rationally for yourself. So Bella's like, okay, well, like, up until three days ago, what were you doing? And Edward's like, well, I was tracking Victoria, but not well. And he's like, I'm sorry I left you to deal with her alone and the werewolves. And then Bella's like, Edward, you can't have responsibility for things that happened to me and then choose to react so violently. And then Edward's like, wait, 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 hold up. Did you think that I killed myself because I felt guilty? And apparently that is what she thinks. Um, And Edward's like, no, it's because I thought you were dead. And I'm a little confused on this point because I thought Bella was literally on the same page as everyone else. Because Alice literally told her that, hey, Edward's going to go kill himself because he thinks that you're dead. So I'm not sure where, like, this is coming from all of a sudden. Maybe it was, like, guilt. He felt guilty because he thought she killed herself because of
1: him. (laughs) I don't know.
2: I think that's that's what it is. I, that's what
1: i think too
2: but it, i mean the the actual quote i remember the quote for the movie is like i just couldn't live in a world where you don't mm-hmm. exist
3: <laughs> well, that's a great voice <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah I, I i think i think it is that it's like he feels guilty because his actions caused her to kill herself or something
0: that makes sense
2: signs of a healthy relationship
4: yes it just goes to show that most of the problems in this book, like this entire series, could be solved if people just
1: sat down and communicated. If literally
2: <laughs> these two people just sat down Yes,
1: that's what I wrote down too. Like communicate. Like
2: If they just had a conversation.
0: Isn't that what Rayner said in our very first episode? He's like, This whole book is based on the trope of people just not communicating well.
2: Yeah, yeah. it's like you, you 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 ever seen that meme where it's like it has a huge book and then, like, a really small book next to it, and it's, like, Twilight. Twilight if people sat down and have a conversation, right? <laughs>
1: <like>. Yeah, <laughs> so because, true. like, even with the it- whole Italy thing, that could have been, like, completely avoided if, like, Edward talked to somebody else that wasn't Rosalie and was like, hey, is this true?
3: Yeah, it's, like, and also, is Jacob and Rosalie, like, the most trustworthy people? No.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Right?
2: How did Jacob, why was Jacob answering Bella's phone in the first place? Like,
1: Oh, we've already discussed this. He's not a good phone caller. <laughs> He's not a good
2: phone. He needs a phone etiquette course. He could have been like, hey, yes. you want to speak to Bella who's standing right next to me? Like, come on
0: now. No, man. he won't do that.
2: No, no phone <laughs> etiquette. I mean, okay, okay, yeah, we get why, but come on now.
0: Edward says that he lied to her previously to push her away because he thought it was the best decision at the time. And then he also kind of gaslights her. And he's like, but how could you believe me when I told you that I loved you so many times? And it's like, she's like, I'm just an ugly human.
2: See, I hate it. I hate it when people say that shit.
0: I don't know if David told me like, all of a sudden that he like, wanted nothing to do with me, I would believe him. Yeah, (laughs) I would be really hurt. And I would believe him.
2: It's it's that energy of, oh, I told you no, but what I meant was yes. Like, say what you mean, bitch. Like, come on.
3: It's because he's like, Bella has to know how amazing and unique she is because everyone loves her and, of course, but she's just like, I'm just like a clumsy, stupid human. Like, she gets it like we do. <laughs> like, no, there's nothing special about her. <laughs> she, she feels the same mm-hmm. way.
4: So. Yeah. She breaks the fourth wall with the special girl trope because that's really all that Bella is at the end of the day is yeah. the, the yep. boo, that special girl trope. Nothing more. Yep. She's a
0: self-insertable character. Mm-hmm. Then they kiss and it makes her dizzy because I guess he just kissed so
1: good. <laughs> It's that tongue. It's it's those teeth.
2: She had too much of his tongue in in her mouth. Mm -hmm. No, it's because she had coke the night before. All
0: of the above. Edward's like, I'm not leaving, and I left because I wanted you to live a normal life, but I just can't stay away from you. Bella's like, You know, rightfully, she's like, well, how am I supposed to believe that you're always going to feel like this? Like, what's going to happen in, like, seven years or next month when Jasper decides to, like, attack me? Edward's like, well, I don't know. I'm just always going to love you. And I wasn't doing well alone, and I was close to coming back on my own, so.
2: Sure, Edward.
0: Bella's like, okay, well, we need to worry about the Volturi.
1: Yeah, because they're going to come and... I need to make sure that mm-hmm. I'm a vampire, and he's like, "Oh, don't worry about it. They're probably not going to come until you're like 30." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "30? She's like a crisis. Not that bad of an age, by the way. It's just like 29. She's like
3: 30, I'll be dead by then." <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks for the
0: heads up, Catherine.
2: Yeah, I'll be so old.
0: Huh? I'm gonna look like your grandmother.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I might as well just get a walker. Like, goddamn.
1: Right. <laughs> I do have a cane, so. <laughs> hey, me too! There you go. <laughs> yeah!
2: <laughs> Ready for anything.
0: Bella's like, the Volturi specifically said that they're gonna kill me if I remain human. So I'm gonna put my life up to a vote with the Cullens because it affects more than just you, Edward. And that leads us right to chapter 24, a vote. First, they spider monkey to the Cullens' house. <laughs> I love that as a verb, spider <laughs> monkey. Oh, I thought they
1: drove.
0: <laughs> no, Edward, like, runs. <laughs> never mind and she like clings to his back like a little spider you better, monkey. <laughs> you better hold on tight bella worries that she won't be enough for edward and says that actually him leaving her is her biggest problem because she's a dumb bitch
1: didn't we just already establish though that like he cannot live in a world without her so like how does she feel like she's un- like come on bella just like chill out
2: like... well also she she can't walk <laughs> normally without him so she'll just trip over that's, everything that's a good point yeah.
0: Um, we also have this little blurb where Edward confesses that he hid all of his stuff that he gave her, like under her floorboards, which is weird. That's like serial killer vibes.
1: That WCCD was there the whole time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They have a conversation about the voices where Bella confesses about her auditory hallucinations, and Edward's like, "That definitely wasn't, wasn't me." So, Izzy and Catherine, thanks for not spoiling that for me when I was wondering out loud on the podcast. You're welcome.
3: I forgot. I literally thought I was going to read Midnight Sun, and then he was going to actually be, like, <laughs> projecting himself. <laughs>
2: he's like he's like i got this is my uh my actual superpower is uh yeah
3: i thought i don't know i was like i don't know magical vampire things
2: astral projection
1: i like how in the movie it's his head that pops up it's not a voice they could have easily put Mm. like just a voice of him like while she was like listening
3: yeah i think that would have been better
2: I guess they had to put his head, though, so we know it's him. Like, so it's just not a disembodied voice.
3: <laughs> but he looks yeah. so funny. He's like, he's like, he's like a ghost. The lower half just, like, fades <laughs> into his upper
1: half. It's like... He's the ghost of Christmas past or something.
2: <laughs> Basically. You know, some, somebody did a movie review of the movie when it came out, and they were joking. It's like, what if she's at the store, and she doesn't know what to buy? And he's like, get the two-ply uh, toilet paper. <laughs> that would be convenient,
0: though. That is convenient. That would be nice bella also realizes while she's telling edward about her hallucinations that he still loves her and the reason for that is because she could still hear him which doesn't really make sense but i guess that convinces her that he's still in love with her which is good for them i guess they're bonded
2: he could have just used his classic line
0: (laughs) (laughs) need i say it again (laughs) you're like my own
2: (laughs) do i need to remind you why i love you
0: they get to the Cullen's house and it must be a weird time because they seem kind of wigged out that she's there. They all sit at the dining room table and Bella's basically like, okay, so what's going to happen is if I'm not a vampire or dead, so what I'm proposing is that y'all turn me into a vampire and who's in?
1: Yeah. Show hands. <laughs> who's in?
2: <laughs> all in favor, say aye.
1: Everyone is in favor but Rosalie and we get it. Yes. It's because she's like, I did not choose this life and I don't want to choose it for anybody else. And so I say no. Which makes sense.
2: Rosalie is a real ass mood, though. (laughs) Like, come on now. She's
0: real. I like her. I don't know. I'm always just like, if you hate your life so much, like, just have someone
1: rip off your head.
2: (laughs) Just go to the Volturi.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I'm like,
1: girl. (laughs) But, like, that's the thing. It's like, she doesn't, she hates her life, but then it's like, you also have Emmett. Isn't he like good enough of a dick for you or like something? I don't know. She wants to have Emmett's baby.
2: No, because he's hard all the time. (laughs)
3: It's so true, but she's like, why can't I just have a baby? It's so hard.
1: (laughs) So hard. (laughs) It's so hard.
0: So Bella's like, okay, great. Well, I'm gonna be a vampire, so turn me now. And they're like, no. She's she's always just like walking around, like not right now. Like what's gonna <laughs> happen to like Charlie into high school?
1: Wait till graduation. <laughs> just walking around with her neck.
2: They're like, oh hell no. You
1: have to finish your high school credits, and you need to graduate first, and mm-hmm. then then
2: and then she she no looks at... and then get a full time job. And then move out <laughs> your daddy's house, and then we can, can think we can think about it.
1: Pay off your student loans. Um,
3: <laughs> yeah, and then she lo- she looks at M- Esme, and she's like, "But
1: mom, <laughs> 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 but
0: mom, <Ma. laughs> but Min. Min. Carlisle says that he trusts himself enough to turn her and not kill her, which everyone else is kind of like wary. About doing that. For sure. He's done it a bunch of other times. I, I would
2: trust Carlisle. Carlisle.
0: I
1: would trust him.
2: He's
3: a good track record.
0: Yeah. So then Edward and <laughs> what's-her-face go back home. And Edward's, like, thinking. Bethany. and Edward and Bethany. Edwin and Bethany go back to Edwin. the house. <laughs> that would be my fan fiction. And would it be Christian and Anastasia, it would be... Edwin and Bethany. <laughs> Edwin and Bethany. <laughs> no one would ever know. <laughs> Edwin and Bethany.
2: <laughs> With Carl as their father.
0: <laughs> Carl! <laughs> Carl! They're basically having this conversation about when they should turn her because Belle is like, let's do it now. And Edward's like, no, let's do it in like 17 years. And I guess they negotiate. <laughs> For her to be nineteen, but there's one condition, and Bella has to marry Edward. Bella is like more shook at the idea of marrying Edward than actually turning into a vampire, which is kind of weird because you can end a marriage and you'll be a vampire forever. Yes, Matt.
2: I was, I was, I was about to say exactly that. Yeah, I've never been married, so I don't know, but one would think that turning your entire body into a vampire for uh, centuries. Is a larger commitment than one would think. Getting married. Yeah. yeah. Um.
1: <laughs> but also, why is she concerned about getting married when she would? She knows that she can turn into a vampire, and live with him and stay with him for an eternity. It's like You're afraid of getting married because aren't you already like? Yeah, like this is why it? you're turning into a vampire, right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> as soon as, as soon as he said that, she's wait. like, "Oh no, wait, no, I don't want to be committed." Like
1: marriage, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> She's like, I'm only 18. I can't think about marriage yet.
2: I still have to get through school. Like, calm down.
1: I have to graduate first, okay? I have to finish my Algebra test. <laughs> Probably flunking that.
2: I know. I, I have class tomorrow. I can't have a wedding. Like.
0: So I guess they agree to that. Charlie comes into the room, and they have a conversation, Bella and Charlie, where Bella's like, you have to let Edward come back into the house, and Charlie just like lets her walk all over him for some
1: reason.
2: Mm-hmm. You were you were my you were my real one, Charlie. What happened?
1: Bella um, is basically like <laughs> Edward and I are a package deal, so deal with it. I would be like, "That's great, you're out of my house."
2: <laughs> Had that been me, yeah, I'd be like, "Then you moving out tonight." Twilight. If the dad was black,
0: it's kind of ridiculous that Charlie just like role i mean i get it it's like all for the convenience of the plot but it's it's kind of ridiculous like a parent response to that it's like okay yeah bella and i feel like
3: edward you know being the type of guy he is like wanting to get married and he's like all proper and he's like i need to court you you know you think he'd be a little more respectful to charlie but he's not
2: no he, he he's like fuck charlie
3: yeah it's like <laughs> where is this coming from edward
2: because he's trying to be reasonable. And then
0: we get to the epilog
1: and I don't really remember what happens
0: in the epilog. <laughs> All I
1: wrote down was Jacob is butt hurt and hasn't talked to her like to Bella in a while oh, right. and Charlie is awkward because he doesn't like Edward. Graduation's coming up.
0: Don't they have a, like this little confrontation in the woods where oh, like yeah. with with uh Edward and Jacob? The treaty, isn't it?
2: Yeah, he's like, "Thank you for keeping Bella alive when I didn't, or
1: something." When like I couldn't, that. and at you know. least they're like trying, you know, fake some kind of men.
0: And then Jacob is angry at Bella basically for leaving him, so he puts the motorcycle in Bella's driveway, and Charlie sees it, and he gets like super pissed at her.
1: That's a shady move, right there. Yeah. I think jake's jacob's a little bit salty i think uh, about the whole situation
2: a little gee <laughs> G- G, you think
3: i think it's so funny how yeah jacob's note he just like did this half-assed line through like most of it it's like yeah, yeah. you wanted her to read that obviously <laughs> <laughs> like like way to be like yeah. passive aggressive i don't know <laughs>
0: <It's>, like, <laughs> like, <laughs>
2: some incel energy right there's there.
0: there's like a little blurb about Jacob kind of counting her as an enemy because she's. Jacob somehow finds out that Bella's going to be a vampire, and Jacob's like, It's against our treaty for people to be bitten around this area. So if anyone turns to you, they're going to break the treaty, and there's going to be like a werewolf vampire war. Oh
2: no. I know. <laughs> if you're not with me, then you're my enemy.
3: couldn't they just like cross state lines bite her and then come back
1: can't they just go to the ocean aren't they like right next to the pacific ocean like can't they just go there and like
2: can't they just go back to italy
1: (laughs) yeah
4: i'm sure jacob would love that take her to canada aren't they like (laughs) stone's throw away
1: from bc
2: they're they're pro werewolf up there right pro werewolf in canada (laughs) pro vampire i'm pretty
1: sure like it's a three-hour drive
2: Actually, yeah, they're they're in friggin' Washington. Yeah, they can just go. It's a up three there.
1: hour drive. Just go. Just just go up to the border. Do that. Come back. Be like, yo, what's <laughs> up? I'm a vampire now. I wasn't bitten here. Yeah, we
3: don't know what happened. Like, yeah. we didn't do that. Like, she just came back. It'd be like, yo, like, no,
2: <laughs> that's crazy, though. I just was suddenly a vampire.
3: Yeah, I don't know but, how it happened. But I wasn't
2: bitten here. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, I decided I wanted some poutine before becoming a vampire. So
0: that brings us to the end of this book. On Fiddle and Pipe, we do the same where we review the book on a scale of 1 to 10, and we recommend what we would have people read instead of or in addition to this book. When
2: it comes to the movies, this is my least favorite one by far, Borderline. Like, it's one of the only movies to piss me off because of the incel energy, because of the gaslighting, because of the, uh, you know, Edward is manipulating Bella the whole time by being like, if... You know if i can't be with you i'm gonna kill myself and bella is manipulating both her boys by being like i can't exist without either and i just it gets on my nerves every time and it's the same thing in the book i of all of these stories this is my least favorite one i probably would give it a one (laughs) and um i if i'm remembering the the movies i actually liked eclipse a lot better so Um, this one is by far like the one that actually got me upset when I watched it the first time and then rereading it, or I I guess reading, because I've seen the movie, but reading it for the first time, I was like, yeah, it it, it hasn't, uh, age has not done anything to improve my opinion of this. So Mm -hmm. not a great experience.
4: (laughs) Wow. I thought this book out of the four was the most, the best in my opinion, because I actually like Jacob over Edward, I even though both of them are equally problematic in their own ways, I would rather be in a room with Jacob than Edward because I feel like I want to just
0: go stabby stabby stabby. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I am Team Jacob, minus the imprinting.
2: Minus, yeah, once he gets yes. to that, I'm off. I'm yeah, off the team. Idea. But before that,
0: the movie, I thought it was better than
4: Twilight in my opinion. So I give it a solid 3.5 for both the book and the movie. But I have to say, like, when this came out, like, we were teenagers. We're adults now. We've matured and our perspectives have changed. Stephanie Meyer.
1: What the fuck? Yeah, you
5: have to wonder.
1: I mean, yeah, I I look back at, like, what I thought about in the mid 2000s and what I yeah it's different now I've definitely Mm -hmm. grown yeah (laughs) exactly
4: and like honestly literature is a really great litmus test for how you've grown and changed and I think for many people Twilight is an example of that and I can honestly say thank god I grew up and matured because like the red flags galore it's just (laughs) as red as the St. Marcus Day Festival in Italy (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) Is there anything that you would recommend to read instead of or in addition to? And I guess you as well, Matt. Um, literally not, anything else. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I was going say. Literally
2: just find any other book. It's probably going to be better.
3: This is honestly the first chapter book, like a real book that I've read, like after Twilight. I was wa- watching the movie. Uh, I actually literally cried. It's so embarrassing because I love it so much. It's horrible. Um... <laughs> And I always said New Moon was my least favorite, but after watching the movie and reading the book again, I actually really do appreciate this book, and I would probably rate it an 8 out of 10, (laughs) just because it's my favorite book series and my favorite movie series in the world, unfortunately. I'm really embarrassed to admit it, but... It's great. Don't huh. be. So So you'd probably <laughs> yeah. recommend that people just read the rest of the series. Yeah, I recommend reading. I think the first time I read New Moon, I read it in two days. Um, so wow. it's really easy to
2: read. I mean, it, ha- it has gotten to that point where it's nostalgic now.
3: Yeah.
6: Hey, guys, it's Rainer. Uh, I actually have two different ratings for New Moon by Stephanie Meyer. You know, if I had just picked this book up on my own, I probably would have ended up giving it maybe like a 3.5 stars out of 10 rating. which I know sounds harsh, uh, but as I've said multiple times before, I am not the target demographic for this book, so take that for what it is. However, I did not just pick this book up on my own. I read New Moon knowing that I was going to have the pleasure of being able to go on Fiddle and Pipe and have a great discussion about this book with Brittany and Catherine and Matt, and I really enjoyed doing that, and that heightened my enjoyment of the book. So I am actually going to bump it up two stars and give it a 5.5 out of 10. Thank you guys for having me on, and I look forward to doing this again.
0: All right, so this is future Brittany and Catherine. Hello, future past selves or and future <laughs> listeners. Yeah, there you go. Catherine had to fly to work, so we Mm -hmm. didn't get a chance to get in our ratings, so here they are.
1: I rated it a four out of five stars on Goodreads, so we're doing one out of ten. That's high. I added a star for a reason. (laughs) Hmm. I'm not thrilled. And the reason being is, like, in the acknowledgement section, like, Stephanie Mayer kind of talks about, like, what music, like, influenced her to write the book. So that's why I gave the extra star, okay? You can't
0: give her a star for her acknowledgments, Catherine. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, like...
1: That's not the book. Her music choices, though. That was solid. Let's read it. Oh, my God. Linkin Park... And I'm thinking like old school Lincoln Park, like mm-hmm. you know, good Lincoln Park. Travis, I don't know who Travis is. I was thinking Travis Barker, but I don't think that's. I have no idea. Elbow? I've never heard of Elbow before. Elbow,
0: like an elbow, like someone has an elbow on on their arm, in their arm.
1: That's a band name. I'm assuming. I've Mm. never heard of them before. Coldplay. I'm thinking like old school Coldplay. No Viva La Vida. No whatever stuff they put out now. I'm thinking like yellow old school Coldplay that's like super chill. Hi Bartok. Uh, Marjorie Fair. Uh, Nope. Nope. Wrong cat. It's Figaro. I've heard of Marjorie.
0: Oh, Oh. hi Figaro. You need to not be stuffing on my computer. Yeah. Once in a
1: lifetime appearance.
0: (laughs) They normally get fed at 12 and it's almost one.
1: Um, My Chemical Romance. Brand new. Love them. The Strokes, Armor for Sleep, arca- The Arcade Fire. I always call them Arcade Fire, not The Arcade Fire. And The Fray. Muse, too, as well. Like, okay, for that time, Alternative Rock, like, that's pretty That's pretty solid choices right there. So that's why I gave her that extra star. But
0: You can't give her a star for that. I disagree. <laughs> that's such cheating.
1: It gave me a little bit more respect for her. I was like, okay, like, I like this. I would rate this like, a 7 okay. out of 10. And the reason why is I did like this better than Twilight. I think the writing was definitely better than Twilight. I rated I rated it this way because I did like it. This book is not meant to be super epic. It's not supposed to be super juicy. It just gives us a little bit more of a setting about, again, what Stephanie Meyer's Mayer's Twilight version or vampire world is. And it's a love story, so... It pretty much brings it down to that. And I'm going to print screen this. (laughs) Because this is the only time we're going to see Figaro in real life. Okay, let's just be really honest. What was I saying? This book is just a transitional book. It's kind of like how you would see it, like, certain Harry Potter books. Like, Chamber of Secrets is a transitional book. Secrets. (laughs) It was a breakup book. And it did a really... It did its job. We got to witness a breakup happen. We got to witness teenage angst happen mm-hmm. after a breakup and that mm-hmm. happens and then um we see a rebound form because that sometimes does happen and that gets us out of our funk and then bella just happens to go back in love with her ex-boyfriend which we knew what was going to happen anyway so um it's what happens when you are post-breakup and that was the book mm-hmm. it did its job so yeah that's why i rated it at 7 out of 10
0: um personally I gave this a three stars on Goodreads. So that's a three out of five. In real life, or not real life, but I guess with our podcast. <laughs> In real life. In real life, I would give it a four out of five. Um, I think or it was- What about out of ten? Aren't we doing it out of ten? Or Sorry, yeah, I meant a four out of ten. My bad figure is like purring <laughs> on my lap and I'm just focused on petting him.
1: I mean, this is a nice thing to see. Uh,
0: I think it was, again, a lot better written than Twilight was. I think you can definitely see that Stephanie Mayer Meyer, has <laughs> <no anymore. laughs> gotten better as an author. I was definitely more engaged with this book. Still trying to get past the fact that I know that imprinting is a thing. I like Jacob better as a character. Yeah. He's more likable than the Edward-Bella dynamic. Jacob as a person is a nicer character than Edward is. I like that there was something more to the story than just, like, this facetious teen romance thing. Like, romance isn't really my genre, and especially, like, YA romance, where, at least with adult romance, there's usually something more than just, like, oh, I like this guy, and whatever. Also, the fact that, like, this book kind of encourages you to keep your friends, like, Emotionally hostage and just as a backup in the friend zone is gross because even though Jacob is, like, a really nice person and a really nice character, you can tell that he's just, like, a romantic rival for Edward. Mm-hmm. Which is... Yeah. It's gross.
1: And Bella's never going to, like, date Jacob, too. It's, like, she's going to lead him on. And the whole her not
0: <clears throat> realizing that he's a werewolf thing was just like unreal and then she was so shook that he was a werewolf when she was literally like oh edward's a vampire that's hot that was also weird
1: yeah yeah
0: she's not smart no no and she's so self-absorbed too like when she read that mono can take a month to get basically recovered from it she's like nothing i'm gonna give him a week that's it <laughs> i'm gonna
1: call him every 30 minutes <laughs>
0: I'm going to call him every 30 minutes until 11 o'clock at night
1: because that is a reasonable reaction. And he'll never answer because he doesn't have phone etiquette. He doesn't have phone manners. They don't have... A, do they have a voicemail? Like, do they have an answering machine?
0: And Apparently, it just rings forever. Oh, okay. They just take their phone off the hook so it rings forever. Um, also, as far as recommendations go, I could go in a few directions with this. I think if you want to go into more romance books, you literally can't go wrong with Colleen Hoover um actually one of her books Verity that we're going to be reading on fiddle and pipe mm. after dark is a nice combination of like romance and thriller. She has another one called All Your Perfects which I think I recommended previously maybe for fifty mm-hmm. shades. I think if you're into the vampire thing, you can never go wrong with, like, Dracula.
1: What about Interview with a Vampire? I know that's a series. I've always wanted to read that.
0: It's a good series. I would read it. I would reread it again. I read it in high school, and I definitely would read it again. I think that if the young adultness is the trope that you're into, I think The Hunger Games would be something good to read. Uh, It's classic. I think there are definitely, if you like New Moon or if you want something that's maybe a little better, you could check out any of those options.
1: If you're into romance and you don't mind sacrificing a month of your time, I recommend Outlander. I think it's a great series. That's our recap.
0: Uh, Should we just go ahead and record our announcements as well? Yeah, let's do that. So... Um, so we, we plugged this a few times here and we also might've plugged this in our episode as well, but if you like what we do and you want to support us, you can find us at patreon.com slash fiddle and pipe. Uh, we actually just restructured our tiers for $3 a month. You can get bloopers and outtakes to every episode, um, access to our happy hour podcast and shout out. Yeah. A shout out on the newest episode. If you join our six dollar a month tier, uh, you get all of these things, and you also get addition or sorry access to our other pod, other other podcast, Fiddle and Pipe After Dark, which is where we discuss books like Fifty Shades of Grey and mm-hmm. Verity.
1: You can find us on social media. Uh, we are at Fiddle and Pipe on Instagram, and our personal pages are at BM Ross Music. I am at Cat Flinch Flute. You can also find us on
0: Facebook at Fiddle and Pipe Forum. We also want to thank our friends that popped on this episode with us Matt Richards. You can find him at um Conversations on Instagram. That's MMM as in Mary underscore conversations. You can find Wendy Tabor at Designs with Fire, graphic designers
4: everywhere. I am speaking at Design Thinkers Toronto on October 27th where I talk about my experiences as a hard-of-hearing graphic designer.
0: You can find Izzy Holman at The OG Butter Socks and her YouTube account Sweet Izzy 123. Also thanks to Rainer Slay who Dropped in his voice memo you can find him at concrete supergun yeah if you are unable or just simply don't want to spend your money on us two beautiful musicians who like to read books you can rate and review us on your favorite podcasting app such as spotify
1: and apple podcasts It will help us, and we would like to know what you guys think of the podcast. And on that note, if there is any books that you want us to read, we are doing a listener's choice book. If you want to message us, DM us at our socials. um, Let us know what books you would like us to read, and what we'll do is we'll put a poll up, and we'll have you guys vote on what book you guys want us to read, and we'll read it. And -hmm. that will be our first book for next year which will mm-hmm. be really exciting so yeah. uh, i'll put out a poll
0: on our socials and on that note as well we will be taking two weeks off mm-hmm. and on november 9th we will be starting uh, mark manson's everything is fucked a book about hope
1: a sequel to the subtle art of not giving a fuck if you guys remember that from last year
0: yes uh Feels so, so long al- ago. Is there anything else that we need to say?
1: No. Have cool. a good two weeks.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll see y'all in November. Enjoy Halloween. Be safe. Keep your black cats inside.
1: And don't
0: give candy to strangers. Or take candy from strangers.
1: <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Let's not do that. Yeah. What? Wait, don't give candy. Oh my god. I need another <laughs> cup of coffee.
5: <laughs> I'm going. Bye. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>